Good morning and welcome to Focus on Bangor Community Education on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, who is the superintendent of uh, Bangor Public Schools. Good morning, sir. How are you? Fine, Spencer. How are you doing this morning? Not bad as we get uh, closer to Thanksgiving. And uh, I understand uh, there's some excitement about that uh, going on in Bangor Public Schools. Well, you know, uh, we have Thanksgiving, what, just over, not even two weeks. Not even. Not even two weeks. It'll be a week from this coming Thursday. Um, It's always a little break time for students and staff to enjoy their families and, you know, rejuvenate it, it, it's weird time of year you know you got you got the beginning of the school year push and rush of everything happening mm-hmm. um had quite the surprise this past week you know how how was that waking up tuesday morning <laughs> with all that snow oh there was a great video i think it was on one of the uh, i think at kalamazoo or grand rapids tv stations of uh, amtrak coming through the uh, Bangor station and the snow blowing all over the place. It was Did plowing you? its way, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, I get up. Um, we have our transportation director, and he works with the other transportation directors throughout the ISD and the county, you know, on school closings and stuff. I like to get out myself and kind of see how it is. And uh, normally it's about five to seven minutes from my house to town. Mm-hmm. Well, Tuesday morning, about 4 o'clock in the morning, it took me over 20 minutes. Wow. The, you could not see the road. It was coming down so hard. Oh, the roads weren't plowed. I mean, there was times I was actually pushing snow oh. on one of the main roads, you know, with the front of my vehicle, and I've got an SUV. Um, it was it was quite the quick turnaround, too, because earlier in the evening, you know, midnight, 1, 2 o'clock, it was just kind of covering a little bit, but, boy, it came down hard and fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Weather Channel was in Bangor. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. you know, they were there. I, I think we had a record snowfall of over 24 inches in that period right. of time in one wow. day, you know. And the weird thing about it, my boys were saying, you know, um, Thursday night when we were go, heading home, I said, you know, the snow's kind of going away a little bit. It's not as deep as it was and everything. I said, well, you know, you got all that warm gra- ground underneath. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Instead of melting from the top, I think it's been melting from the bottom. Right. But still, they still need some work on some of these back roads and side roads. You know, you had Wednesday sub below zero, mm-hmm. you know, with wind chills. But, you know, those temperatures hanging around 10, 12, 13, 14 degrees, that doesn't really help salt to melt things. No, um, no, no. I think everybody was kind of caught off guard that it was this early. Well, it it seems like we didn't have much of a fall at all. We just no. went from almost summer to winter. Yeah, yeah, and, and I I understand they're talking about we could see some record snowfall this this winter. Maybe not the Arctic blast that we had last year, but um, snowfall is, itself. I, I think the prediction is there's going to be a lot. Wow. So uh, when you got up that early, that particular that was Tuesday, right? Yes. Okay. Now, you had to make a decision then, right? Yeah. And usually, you know, most of the superintendents and transportation directors all kind of contact each other and see you know, how it is. But I understand once you got west of uh, M40, M140, M40 over by Goebbels, Pawpaw, mm-hmm. um, you got north, you know, I don't think around Grand Rapids and that area really got it. Kalamazoo didn't get it like we did. Um, I... I know Allegan had school Tuesday. Oh. So you know, I think there's just those uh, lake effect snow bands set up and they didn't move. 
I think you're right. You know? Right. But anyway, yeah, so so a little bit of a break here, you mm-hmm. know, that came, and now we got Thanksgiving coming up in less than two weeks, you know, Bangor Schools. Um, we don't have school on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. Mm-hmm. So that means we'll have a shortened week of two days. Um, gives families and students and staff, everybody, time to take a little bit of a break, enjoy the holiday, enjoy their families, refresh because you come back. And December's here. Now, I was going to ask you, in regards to snow days, does that throw teachers off quite a bit? You know, we were going to do this on Tuesday. Now we can't because school's closed. So I don't think usually one day like that sporadically does as much as uh, when you get two or three, four in a row. That really throws things off because, you know, especially this time of the year, you're in the your, your second marking period, mm-hmm. you, you've got some breaks already built in, like Thanksgiving. Then you come back for three weeks, and you've got Christmas break. And then you're off for two weeks, and then you come back, and you got about 10 days, and the semester's over. Oh, so okay. um, a day here, a day there uh, doesn't hurt nearly as much as as the semester comes to a close. Then... It can really affect things because you're prepping for um, final exams and final projects and things of that nature. And those kind of things, when you, when you get that December, um, especially right after Christmas break, if you get a, two or three snow days and that 10 days going into finals, that throws things off tremendously. <coughs> I would Excuse imagine me. that it, <laughs> for parents of young children, a snow day can really ah, – Create havoc. What are we going to do with the little kids? Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing, especially if you're a working family and so forth, you know, and and your schedule's around that you're able to drop your child off or they ride the bus to school, and then you pretty much get home about the same time they get home mm-hmm. at the end of the school day. Um, if you don't have older siblings or relatives or so forth, that can wreak havoc into a lot of families. You know, what am I going to do? Where are we going to go? Um, daycare, and a lot of times daycares, are full or it's hard to find somebody that has just a sporadic opening for for days like that mm-hmm. and so forth so yeah snow days as much as people enjoy them um in the educational field they can really um, wreak havoc on a family at times what time do you have to make a decision by i mean at six in the morning do you have to or <laughs> honestly you know, in this time of year, we try to make a decision no later than 5 a.m. Oh, really? Okay. Um, just to the fact that because your buses in the winter, your bus drivers are usually out. They, they're in by 5.30 in the morning at the latest because oh. they got to do their pre-trip, you know, evaluation and walk arounds on their buses, make sure everything's, you know, we have bus barns so they don't have snow on them. But you got to make sure your lights, your blinkers, all that time, all those things, you do your pre-trip um walk around um you get them warmed up mm-hmm. you know and those diesels take a while to mm. warm up so you know usually your bus drivers are in by five thirty because they're hitting the road by quarter to six usually at the latest in the winter to get to school on time so with that being said they have to have time too you know because for them to travel in they don't all live right next to the bus yeah garage. that's true i didn't think so, about that we always try to make it, you know, between 4.30 and 5 o'clock at the absolute latest because, <coughs> oh, excuse me, you have others besides transportation. You have food service. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in anywhere between 5, 5.30, 5.45. 
you know, to have breakfast because your kids are arriving seven mm-hmm. fifteen to get those things ready and everything. So um, I think everybody tries to make that call before 5 a.m. So you have to get up, what, about three or so on days like that? <laughs> I'm usually out on the road between 345 and 4 wow. o'clock. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but, and then you take the, the parent into consideration, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you always wish you could make a call the night before, but it, unfortunately it doesn't happen that way. At least if you can make a informed call, informed decision the night before, that gives families a little more time to have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in the morning, then they got to get up. They mm-hmm. got to figure out what am I doing with my children, especially my younger ones, things of that nature. Right. So um, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Okay. All righty, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what's coming up in December, which is not that far away. You are listening to Focus on Bangor Community Education, sponsored by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with our second segment of Focus on Bangor Community Education on Super Hits. 103.7 Cozy FM is sponsored by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. I'm Spencer Burge along with uh, Lynn Johnson, who is the superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. And uh, December's coming up, and uh, Bangor Public Schools has some uh, events coming. We do, you know. The school works with uh, the city December 7th, first Saturday of the month in in December, is always the Lights on Christmas Parade. Mm. So that's the big holiday parade on Saturday, December 7th. Um, they line up at um, Apple Blossom Lane, which used to be Christmas Lane, east of town, out across from uh, the uh, Arlington Trading Post, mm-hmm. Dan's Automotive, that way, the subdivision. The parade, so lineup starts at 5.30 in the evening. Parade starts at 6, travels um, west from the east side of town through town to City Hall. And then afterwards, we have the community is invited down to the Community Ed Center for the uh, Christmas snowball. And that's always a good good time that there's refreshments, hot chocolate, um, cookies, donuts, things of that nature. Um, our jazz band performs. We have other live music. We have um, Santa Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Claus there to greet students and children from the community. So um, nice place to get out after a cold night of watching a nice parade and come to the Community Ed Center and uh, to this Christmas snowball. There's live music, things going on, a lot of activities for the children. Um, so that's coming up soon. That's pretty Just, clever, Snowball. That's pretty, <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I like that name. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, actually, I think I have to give that credit to, I believe it was Teresa Wiles, mm. who has helped with this um, event for a number of years. And I believe she was one of the, on the original committee that started it and helped come up with that name. So, um People that know Teresa Wiles, she does the Bangor Buzz, which a lot of information oh, yeah, that happens yeah, yeah. around Bangor and so forth. Um, so I, I'm 95% sure that that was her name mm-hmm. f- for the program. Very clever. But, but it was, yes, ties in very nice. So, um, And then after that, the week after, um, on Thursday, December 12th, is opening night of the high school musical, Annie. Mm. And that will run for three evenings. Um, Thursday, December 12th, 
with a 7 p or a 6 p.m. showing. Nothing on Friday because we have athletics and other things going on. Oh, yeah. Events. And then again, it'll be Saturday, December 14th at 7 p.m. And then an afternoon matinee on Sunday, December 15th at 3 p.m. Um, our drama and Miss Sargent and the Drama Club has always done a great job of putting on their musicals and plays. And uh, this should be pretty exciting seeing Annie the Musical. Um, the cost is $10 for adults. $8 for senior citizens and veterans, and students with student IDs are $5. Mm-hmm. So, again, we're on December 12th, Thursday, December 12th at 6 p.m., Saturday, December 14th at 7 p.m., and an afternoon Sunday matinee, December 15th at 3 p.m. Um, love to see the community come out and support our drama club. I don't know if you want to, uh, I'm trying to recollect, but it seems to me like the uh, Bangor drama program has grown tremendously over the past several years. It has, it has. Maybe you can kick back, was it uh, 2017? 2016, 17, yeah, they started, they came back with uh, their first play in the spring, and they had over 80 students from 4th grade through 12th grade involved in it. Um, she's done very well of incorporating different grade levels into her plays and musicals. Uh, Same again this year. Um, And she's been doing things now on Saturdays. And you can go to the Bangor Public Schools um, Facebook page Mm -hmm. and just, you know, go to Facebook and search Bangor Public Schools. She even does um, drop-in drama clubs on Saturdays up at the high school for students of all ages. You can come in, you know, learn some acting skills. They have lunch. They have different things just uh, to keep piquing interest mm-hmm. into it. And uh, off of that, spun our show choir program. And our students, you know, we started out with about eight or ten kids. A year and a half ago in show choir, we've got probably 30 kids in that program now. They go to Chicago. They go to the Great Lakes um, Show Choir Festival up in Gurney, Illinois. Uh, they won a gold medal last year. Wow. So um, our performing arts and then you bring in, you know, your pit band and stuff from Mrs. Doe and the and the band. Um, we have our, our performing arts program has grown uh, tremendously over the last few years. I mean, that's not only good for the kids, but for the whole community. I mean, they can get involved, go see these shows, and it's yeah. great. Yeah, you know, when you're in a small community, you know, having those options available, you know, um, cheap, low-cost entertainment and see what your kids are doing and uh it's hard, especially in the winter. It's hard for people, you know, to get out all the time and get to a show, you know, in Kalamazoo or Grand Rapids oh, sure. or South Bend or somewhere. Um, small town performing arts are, are a strong backbone of your community. And I imagine that type of program uh, draws more kids to the school. Yeah. Yep, it does. You know, um, when they're involved in those things, you know, they... They, they work very hard, too. They're there every day after school. They're rehearsing daily, you know, two, three hours a day and evening after school um, to see the time and effort. And then the things you don't even notice is your stage crew and your props crew oh, yeah, and stuff. that's right. You know. Um, that's a skill in itself. Sure, sure. And it's a skill that they can learn and what they, you know, knowing like, hey, I'm not going to be part of the play because I don't like to act or I can't sing or I can't <laughs> do this or do that. Well, there's as much skill in designing the sets and, you know, 
those kind of things, being sound managers and running the sound booth. Lighting. You know, we we uh, use students. They learn that. They learn the lighting system, and they learn the uh, um, the sound system, which we had um, generously upgraded from community members about two years ago with a mm-hmm. whole new sound booth and sound board. And when you look at it, it can be very intimidating, you know, seeing all these different switches on mm-hmm. these boards for your lights and your sound and your um, cordless mics and everything. Huh? Oh, yeah. You know, right. If one little mistake can really just change the whole atmosphere of what's going on. And so there, there's a lot of hard work that goes into all of it. Mm. What else is coming up in December? Anything uh, uh, sticks to your mind? Yes. Well, and I'll have some more information in our December show because we'll have things like band concerts. We'll have, you know, I don't have the exact date right yet, but South Walnut, they they're, have a wonderful Christmas program and PTO raffle every year, you know, that it just has hundreds of people come to it when you have all your students and to see those kids perform their Christmas program from kindergarten through fourth grade and the raffle baskets they do as a fundraiser and the, uh, I know there's a different name for it and it's escaping me right now, but they have the, uh, the tins of cookies. So it's like a cookie mm. walk or something where you can purchase cookies and holiday treats and so forth um, great opportunity great event again in your local community um, that's coming up in December and I believe it's that last week so somewhere right around December uh, 16th through the 19th I'll, mm, okay. I'll have the exact date though at our next show okay still trying to figure out where the summer went and <laughs> yeah. the fall yeah, except for the heat yeah yeah you had the high heat but yeah where did it go man the time yeah. goes so fast it's wow. like you sit there and i think of just it seems like yesterday we were in august doing professional development waiting for school to open mm-hmm. and here we are talking about thanksgiving and christmas break already wow mm-hmm. yeah i I don't remember years flying like this when I was a, when I was a child. No. I don't know about you, but it no, like, I don't. You know, your days and your weeks dragged on and on and on. And, yep. um, now, in a blink of an eye, you're almost to you know 2020. Yeah. yeah. All right, time to take our second break. You're listening to Focus on Bangor Community Education on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. We'd like to thank the sponsors, the Gedman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with our third segment of Focus on Bangor Community Education on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, Bangor Public Schools, Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson. And uh, it's time to, I guess, start thinking about winter sports, isn't it? Yeah, the transition has come. You know, all fall sports have wrapped up. For almost all schools in the area, I think we've got one or two maybe still involved in uh, football, mm-hmm. pawpaw. Uh, I know they played last night. I didn't see the uh, the results. I think, uh, I don't know if there's anybody left from Southwest Michigan really in our county or ISD in volleyball or anything. But the transition has gone to winter sports. Junior high basketball has been in, going on for about two and a half, almost three weeks now. Um Girls high school basketball started this past Monday, December 11th. Okay. And boys sports, basketball, wrestling, all that practice begins November 18th. So you'll be looking at that first week of December, kicking off all your uh, winter sports uh, 
seasons. Have you seen a lot of interest in that in, in the sports, winter uh, sports? Yeah, right now it seems I know the girls, we had real good numbers. I want to say there was about 22 to 25 girls out. So it looks like we'll have JV and varsity um, basketball, uh, middle school, um, good numbers in eighth grade boys. Uh, when they had to combine and they brought allowed sixth graders to play with the seventh grade team this year because oh. no, those numbers were low. But I think there's a lot of numbers out for looking to be out for boys basketball, wrestling. I haven't got the whole numbers yet, um, but you know. is it t- is it, there's still time for kids that would be interested? Oh, to- sure, sure. Okay. You know, all the only thing that started this past this past week was uh, girls high school. Okay. So if you're a boy and wrestling, basketball, those things, um, you still have time. That begins Monday. Mm. You just got to make sure you have your physical and everything in your handbook. And those kind of things taken care of. Now, is there is the um, school taking care of the physicals, or do they send them to a certain place, or the families just go to a um, <laughs> they have the family options. doctor? Or, you know, our, our, our school nurse she she's worked with Bronson Health over here oh, and the okay. Wellness Center for the last few years. Where we have two different times a year. I think one's in the spring, sometime in May, and another one in July or August where we provide bus or van transportation over, and they can get free physicals over here at the Wellness Center. Oh, that's wonderful. Or the hospital. Um, we have a school health-centered health, school-based health center mm-hmm. right in our middle school that students can go there and get their physicals and examinations. Or you can get the paperwork from the athletic director's office and go to your own family doctor. So we have multiple avenues for students to get their physicals taken care of. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And you said per- participation so far has been pretty good in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our numbers have been up. Like I said, when I go through the gym after school this past week, um, we have a lot of girls out, a lot of girls working hard with the JV and varsity level. I, I anticipate big numbers for boys basketball. Mm-hmm. So, um it's that time of year, and it seems like the winter. <laughs> winter's a long season, you know. Oh yeah, um, and at, uh, at December, let's, let's see, December twenty first is the shortest day of the year, if I remember right. Yeah, I think you go to work in the dark and you go home in the dark. So that's the part I don't like is going home in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then it, then it's all sunshine from there right yeah it's all sunshine get longer after the 21st you're right absolutely all right that's going to wrap it up for uh, focus on bangor community education on super hits 103.7 cozy fm and sponsors the getman corporation freestone pickle company and bangor public schools spencer rivers along with lynn johnson have a great weekend